0: Happy Transformation Tuesday, y'all. I hope everyone had a terrific, nourishing, and fun Thanksgiving. Welcome to or back to the Nourishment Mindset podcast, where we are on a metabolic mission to achieve vitality and reverse chronic lifestyle conditions through three things real whole foods, straight talk, and the pleasures of the table. Before we dive into this episode, I want to continue to thank those of you who have bought my book, The Nourishment Mindset. You can find that on Amazon or for a signed copy, my website, favorfat.com. I also appreciate those few folks who have used me to help with your holiday gifting. I am still doing this. I will accept your recipient list. You buy the books. I do the rest. I sign them, I wrap them in holiday, festive wrapping, and I ship them for you. Done. So consider it. And thanks to anyone who has left a recent podcast review or book review on Amazon for this. I'm happy to do a complimentary health coaching consult for 30 minutes on the topic of your choice. So let's dive in. This is a shorter episode today. Everyone is busy as we are right smack dab in the middle of the holidays. So I'm going to share with you an article that I wrote for the holistic health website, Celine River Press. The title of this article is called Your Terroir, Viewing Metabolic Health Through the Lens of Fine Wine. So, this just occurred to me one night while Patrick and I, Patrick, my husband, were sharing a nice bottle of wine. And I thought, you know, we all have a terroir too. And some of you might be wondering, what kind of French BS is she saying? What is terroir? Well, we're going to get into it. You may not know, some of you know, but not all of you, that I spent 20 years in the wine industry. I am a sommelier. So I know a bit about wine and in this article, I liken your body to what I hope is a fine wine. The human body is an entity to behold, an intricately complex miracle filled with intrigue and mystery, a being beautifully designed to develop an age for decades before it expires. It contains a genetic code whose epigenetic expression can be altered given environmental inputs and a soul filled with innumerable gifts, which means it's a lot like a fine wine. Before we dive into the intricacies of the French term terroir, it is important to note the distinction between a fine wine and a quaffable everyday bottle. The latter, these quaffable bottles, constitute the vast majority of the world's wine production, which is geared toward blending simple sippers to be enjoyed without fuss and upon release, yum. Fine wine, however, requires cultivation. All inputs are carefully selected, tended, bottled and aged, a true labor of love. It takes years, decades really, to grow fine wine. Doing so requires a continual process of discovery, refinement, risk-reward analysis, plenty of prayers to a higher power and a long-term investment strategy. Cultivating a fine wine is simple, although it's not easy. You must begin by recognizing and honoring the property's unique terroir. Coined by the French, the concept of terroir represents all of the special ingredients, and I'm doing air quotes here, that make a particular vineyard wonderful, both nature and human inspired. Wine Spectator magazine defines terroir as a term describing the interaction of soil climate, topography, and grape variety in a specific site, imprinting the wine and making each wine from a specific site distinct. It is derived from the French word for earth, la terre. Terroir allows vintners to get really specific, both in terms of harmonizing with nature's inputs as well as those intentioned by the vintner. Vineyards have a specific microclimate within a broader region's climate. There is always at least one, if not multiple exposures of a vineyard. Is it north, south, east or west facing? Or does it have multiple aspects? Soil can differ significantly within a region. Is it sand, silt, clay or loam? Is there a mountain range or coast nearby that might funnel breezes? For example, chateauneuf de pape This is a side note from the article. chateauneuf de pape is a wonderful little village in the south of France near Avignon, which is where the Pope's palace was for a while. And we share a home there. So I have spent a lot of time in chateauneuf de pape as my husband, rather, Patrick says. It's my favorite country and his favorite wine. It is a specific subappellation located south of the prized Rhone Valley. Here you find fairly extreme temperatures. So when I say that, I will say it doesn't necessarily get super cold like you might have, say, in the very northern part of the United States. But it can get pretty darn chilly and even freeze. And in the summer, it is hot. (laughs) It is hot. Thankfully, it's not sticky like it is here in Florida. There's not a humidity issue. Humidity and fine wine do not go together. They are like oil and water. So you have extreme temperatures there, lots of sun, and an impressively strong northerly wind called Le Mistral. This mistral is amazing because it keeps grape rot at bay. It's sort of like nature's natural um, insecticide and herbicide. It's really wonderful. And I'll tell you, it is crazy windy there, Um, meaning hair all over the place. I once actually was stupid and left a car door open and the wind blew it into my leg. And I, I featured a large bruise there for the rest of my trip. But it's, it's a truly incredible place. The other defining feature is called the galet. The galet is a large, smooth and abundant pebble in Chateauneuf-du-Pape that prevents water evaporation and helps with mitigating ground temperature. I will tell you, as someone who likes to walk in the vineyards, these vineyards, the folks working in them are amazing. It is very difficult to walk with a bunch of galettes around you. Um, So I will have a picture, um, certainly in the promo of this piece, and for my subscribers in Substack, favorify.substack.com, of some chateauneuf de Pop terroir for you. So the most celebrated neuf du pape wines are its bodacious, full-bodied reds made possible by the appellation's characteristics or shared terroir. I will add as a side note, not in the article, if you can get your hands on a bottle of Château du pape Blanc or white wine, they are fabulous. I actually prefer them to the reds. Shh, don't tell. Human-inspired factors for terroir include the chosen clones of grape varieties planted. In Chateauneuf-du-Pape, there are 13 permitted red varieties. Also, human-inspired factors include whether or not to farm organically or biodynamically. All of the trellising, spraying, pruning, and picking decisions made by the vintner and of course, the select winemaking techniques and aging philosophy and conditions. Some winemakers sing to their vines and wines, others pray to Bacchus, the god of wine. All of these natural and human factors combined are capable of producing an extraordinary wine that warms the soul. The act of opening a bottle merits appreciation and pause to give thanks for the creation before us, one that for some, represents a religious experience. It is this sommelier's assertion that we humans also possess terroir, our unique composition of genetics, environment, lifestyle, and experiences. We cannot change certain inputs, such as genetics or family of origin influences, but we can profoundly influence the expression of our terroir given the lifestyle choices that we make. For example, are we cultivating health using traditional and holistic best practices, such as prioritizing nutrient-dense real whole foods, sunlight, mindfulness, movement, connection, and sleep? Or are we on autopilot, mindlessly floating throughout the day without a health-affirming routine, or worse, engaging in actions that actively destroy our minds and bodies Do we approach ourselves with grace, embracing patience and a long-term strategy akin to letting a fine wine age gracefully? Or are we focused on fast fixes, temporary and too-good-to-be-true solutions? Again, the air quotes coming up. Are we serving ourselves with care, nourishment rather than starvation? Are we being fully present and intentionally pausing to cultivate gratitude Or do we rush through the moments in a blur and blind pursuit of a daily checklist? Do we ever sing to ourselves or pray for self-grace, strength, and discipline? Or are we consuming unhealthy quantities of external influences, such as fear-mongering media, synthetic chemical substances, or even toxic people? The wonderful news is that no matter what state you find your current vineyard, air quotes again, it is almost always possible to focus on the inputs that cultivate your own vibrant terroir. Each small step forward in the right direction is an investment in your health, present and future. And this, folks, is why I liken fine wine terroir to your own body's terroir. So in the spirit of the holidays, santé, salut, salute, cheers. Thanks for listening. Again, I wish you a very nourished couple of weeks. Happy holidays. And until next time, au revoir.